is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Uh, Kerry Pritchard-McLean is with us. <laughs> Hello. Hello, how are you? Yeah, really good, and you? What a treat to have you on the show. I'm really excited to do it. It's, I, I mean, I'm a huge fan. Oh, that's and, nice. And uh, you, uh, you, well, you did some gigs with me on tour, which felt like years ago. And like since that point, uh, you just uh, you're on everything. You're doing everything. You're yeah. just nailing it. Getting to the point where like some men are furious when I pop up on their television. Oh, let them be. <laughs> let them be. Let, let them be furious. It's a funny thing about comedy. It, it sometimes elicits the exact opposite response we set out to make. Yeah, it's it's really interesting that isn't it? Because like if people you know don't like a, someone in a band, they'll just be like, oh fine. Yeah. But with a comedian, if it's someone they don't like, it's like comedy. You know, it's like, hatred. Yeah. It's like I mean, we've got a lot of love for Scarborough, which is a new show I'm doing on yeah. BBC One. A lot of love. Really lovely comments online. And there's nobody who's like, it's all right. They have a really like it or they, like, they hate it. <laughs> but nobody, you know, I mean, online gives everybody a voice, but nobody, you know, nobody gets into work on a Monday's like, did you watch Casualty last night? <laughs> <laughs> it was rubbish. Like, no one's angry about drama. <laughs> it's just like, oh, I'll watch that again. But for some reason, it's because, I think it's because, obviously, laughter and joy are the most special things mm. anyone could give to somebody else. Yeah. You know, especially a stranger, you know, an audience member. So it's all like you've promised them. I I promise you <laughs> the most amazing feeling in the world, which is laughter, that endorphin release for, you know, for, for, for laughing. And then for whatever reason, they didn't yeah. get you or they didn't like or whatever it was. And so you've sort of robbed them of it. <laughs> so I think yeah. that's where the anger comes like from. Like a personal affront, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. But then obviously you've got that extra thing of being a, a female where some fellas are just like... They've, they've already made their decision before you've got to the microphone stand. I think so. Uh, do you know what? I see that less and less now. Yes, I think that you're right. That is definitely, like, disappearing. But it still comes in. I saw someone the other, someone posted the other day. Um, was it... Uh, was it Eleanor? Was it Eleanor? Yeah, yeah Eleanor Tiernan. Eleanor Tiernan posted a thing, didn't she? Someone was saying, literally, it was a compliment, but he started off... I don't really, I don't usually like female comedians. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. That still happens. And it's usually women who say that, you know. Yes, I think And it's so right. hard because they go, I don't normally like women, but I thought well, you were very funny. And what you want to say is, you're an idiot. But you have to be like, <laughs> thank you for thank you for that. Thank you for However, my compliment. Here are loads of, you know, women that I think that are brilliant. There's loads. Yeah. There's loads. I mean, even eight tell let's have a little go. Eight, twelve, fifteen on the text this morning, right? I, off the bat you can go, I go Joe Brand, yeah, Victoria Sarah. Sarah Millican, yeah. uh, Sarah Pascoe. Oh my God, she's my favourite. She's hilarious. She's so good. So funny. So um, let's go. I want, I want them now. Let's have, let's have a go now. 8, 12, 15, and 6. Let's have a top 10. Uh, they don't have to just be comics either. They just be funny fun, funny women. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. That's what I want to know. Yeah. We'll, we'll spread the word uh, this morning on Absolute. And also the usual what you're up to, why you up, why you up, why have you dragged yourself out of bed? It'd <laughs> uh, be nice to hear from you. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. It is filthy out there. It's disgusting. Awful. I uh, I played an absolute blinder, put on, because it was so beautiful yesterday. I was like, going to tear through the washing. And then there was was one out on the line and I was like, that'll be fine for tomorrow. Oh, no. Of course it is now. Disgusting. Yeah, awful. That's another wash you've got to do now. another wash. I know you've seen the backside there. That's no good. Please don't tell Greta. (laughs) I to put on another wash load. (laughs) And also, uh, this is the first time it's happened. As I drove in this morning, uh, you were uh, just at the wrong entrance of of trying to get in here. We're we're up at uh, Hits Radio in Manchester. And uh, with your yellow uh, raincoat, I had a quick sense of... uh, What's that film with... uh, Yeah, It. (laughs) 
Just need a little <laughs> red blue. Well, this is the thing is I bought this really cool, I thought it was a really cool yellow raincoat with bees on, bit Manchester. Nice, I there. like it. Yeah. And then I put it up on put it on the gram because I love some content. Put it on the gram, yeah. And and then everyone's like, You look like that child that was murdered in it. So I'm yes. like, Well, oh, brilliant. Great, thanks for that. Yeah. Thanks for ruining that. <laughs> so that's one coat ruined. I've not seen the second one yet. Um, oh, I, I saw it. It is long. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's my brother my said. Review. I think that about a lot of things. I'm like, you don't need oh, to be that long. Oh, my gosh. What happened to the days of 90-minute films? 90 minutes, mate. It's perfect. There's no need for it. I went to see uh, the, the Quentin Tarantino film. I was like, I'm going to, I'm gonna like, miss work. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is I'm going to miss my child's birthday. Yeah, this, so I put holiday in June, Quentin. <laughs> It's crazy. There's no it's need so for it. It's so rude. Because like, there's... When agreed. I wa- when I watch those, like, films that are, like, mm. two and a half, maybe even three hours, there's there are points where I'm like, this doesn't have to be here. No. Do you know what I mean? There's I could, my wife's a producer, and the amount of times I, the end, we get to an end of the film, and I go, what do you think? She goes, I could have got 20 minutes out of that. Like she could have, really? she could have edited twenty minutes out of <laughs> most Hollywood films. Quentin Tarantino, who I, you know, I, I like his stuff, you know, but when he made Kill Bill, that was like a, uh, a, a it was a, a remake almost of uh, of a Japanese film. The Japanese film is eighty minutes long. <laughs> his was so long it had to be cut into two parts. Oh, yeah, two parts. And he must have got to the only one. Hey guys, next time I'm doing a film, just just remind me uh, about how long this film was because this was too long. And then he comes to. The, the Hollywood film, nearly three hours, man. <laughs> it's not, it's, and I need a wee. Yeah, that's Because they it. sell you buckets of Coca-Cola yeah. in the foyer. They're huge. That's not. And then also I, I dehydrate myself with popcorn, so then I'm yes. compensating with all the, all the drinks that I'm drinking. Let's put, oh, if you're going to make, keep making them this long, let's start putting an interval in. Well, I remember. Like in the olden days. Yeah, years ago I went to see King Kong, which was like longer, mm-hmm. maybe three hours. They put an interval in. That's what I'm after. I'm fine I, with an interval. I'm, I love an interval. And then we can have a little chat as well then about the yeah, film in the middle. Yeah, a little debrief. And what do you think? Also, oh, you could go. Yes. <laughs> do you know what I mean? If it's rubbish. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you ever do that? I've only ever walked out of a film. It was a Liz Hurley one. And right. It was, uh, I mean, what was they doing there anyway? <laughs> yeah. Something about the devil. I can't remember. Some devil. She was playing the devil. I yes, think. Uh, with Brandon Fraser. Yeah, she was. Re- it was like a remake of like a Peter Bedazzled? Cook film. Like, Bedazzled. Yes. Peter Cook did the original. Like, <laughs> I'm not sure Liz Hurley should be doing Peter <laughs> Cook films. But um, yeah, that's the only film I've really ever. I'll stick it out, me, because it's not cheap. It's like eleven quid, you know, yeah. if you in a city centre. So there's a musical that I went to see a little while ago mm. that I tried to leave in the interval, and my partner made me stay because oh, he no. found it so entertaining how excruciating. Can you, I can you give us a clue on what what, what it is? Um, I mean, I love the music. We all love the music, but I right. thought the story was dire. Oh, um, interesting. Go the on. meatloaf one. Oh, right, yes. I thought the story was Bad out of hell, wasn't yes. that one? Baffling. Yeah, they do struggle with the, like, when they're trying to cram a, the, 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 the sort of story round yeah. the songs that already exist. It is a tough one, that, you know, when you sort of, yeah, I know Pick a mean. story that's good and, and, you know, like, pick something that we know is a good story already. Yeah. Like any old, you know, Hans Christian Andersen, and then put the songs on top. That's what you need. Yeah. The story's already sorted. Exactly. Agreed. The story's the most important thing, even in a musical. Yeah. I agree. I I I'm writing a couple of musicals at the moment with a couple of mates of mine, and uh, but one of the ideas that I pitched a little while back was um, 
was a Neil Diamond musical, right? So I thought, his music's great. Yeah, it's not been done yet, so I'm going to write. So I wrote a story, and we and we uh, and then put the songs in. Happy days, here we go. So and we pitched it then to Neil Diamond and his wife, who's who's his manager, and they read it and they they, they liked it. We had a couple of chats about it, and then um, and then next thing I got a thing to say. Actually, he wants to do a. Uh, musical about his life, which is what they're developing now over on Broadway. They want, he, want it, he wants it to be a personal oh, story about okay, him. Yeah. And I was like, mm, okay, well, good luck with that because I mean, I read the biography. It's not, it's not interesting. <laughs> it's not. He's had a great life, no. but it's not a dramatic life. No. You know what I mean? So um, you can't do a musical about like God. I, I had a good life, didn't I? Like, yeah, that's, that's not it. The story. Yeah, you need. <laughs> you like I did well. Yeah. Things are surprisingly easy for me. Yeah, you've got to have a bit of str- a bit of, yeah, a bit a bit of struggle, in there, a bit yeah. of drama. Tough one, tough one. Uh, Eight twelve fifteen is the text this morning. Uh, we are and we're collating our uh, our list here of uh, of hilarious uh, women. I mean, we sort of picked it out of nowhere because we were talking about it. But we were talk- we've got Joan Rivers, uh, Catherine oh. Ryan. Oh, she's so good. how good's Catherine. She's, she's fantastic. She's, I think she's one of the best comics working today. She's so she's funny. She's brilliant. Uh, Julie Walters, somebody pulls oh, out I the bag. I love Julie Walters. Victoria Wood, of course. Uh, Sarah Milligan, I presume she's related. Uh, <laughs> to Spike, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny Eclair. There's some great ones coming up here. Uh, so 8, 12, 15 on the text. And also some modern comics as well out there. You must have some favourites that you yeah, get to Yeah, Rachel Fairburn, Jade Adams. I work with both of them. There you They're go. stupendous. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Kimmy Pritchard McLean is with me at the moment, uh, who's uh, superstar busy, like all over the place. Uh, came on to plug a tour that's pretty much sold out. Uh, so <laughs> that's the sort of world we live in now. Love it. Love it. Uh, hard work pays off, doesn't it? Yeah, yes, I think you, so, yeah. Because yeah. you sort of must have started your podcast. So you've got your podcast. Yes. Uh, all Killing All Filler. And that started off... Um, October 2014, we started that. And we would have like maybe 100 people listening, which is basically our mates. Yeah. And then people in America found it. Right. And then it just spiked. And then... Because didn't you do a show in New York? Uh, yeah, we did last... This time last year, we were... Uh, yeah, we were in New York doing a show. So we did an American tour last year. Phenomenal. And then, yeah, we're really lucky. This show's just sell out. There's about quarter of a million people who listen every That's month. Amazing. That's yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's so... Especially because we just do it in, like, the back bedroom. Of course. The, the production values are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's just... Uh, it, we've hit on something that works, I yeah, think, Yeah, absolutely. Well, make sure you uh, subscribe to that. All killer, no filler. And what, yes. what's it about in a sort of family-friendly it's half eight in the morning uh, type way? It's about serial killers. There you go. It's not, you can't <laughs> be around the bush. Um, so... But, you know, it's Sunday morning. Uh <laughs> It could be about anything, but uh, yeah, no, it's, it's it's really very very funny and uh, and interesting right. actually as well. There's lots of stuff yeah. in there that you're like, oh, okay, Quite a lot of politics in it, weirdly. Yeah, that's me though, isn't it? I'll bang any drum, <laughs> have a whine about stuff. <laughs> um, Quacky, these uh, these texts are still coming in about hilarious uh, women. I just thought about this actually, it popped into my head. Um, Tana says uh, Ashlyn B. Oh my gosh, she's got such funny bones. So funny. I did a QI with her. That was on telly on Friday night, and um, I was at, and my wife was like, "Oh, I like I like Ashley." She's like, <laughs> That's harsh. "I'm on it as well." <laughs> she's so funny, like properly funny. Yeah, it is that whole thing of you know 
I do mean it when I say funny bones. Like she's yes. just in her, isn't it? She knows how to be funny yeah. in every way, I, and she's so kind as well. And her she's show on uh, Channel Four was great as well. This way up, I'm going to watch that. I'm yeah, dying to watch very, it. I've, I've only watched the first three, but it's really she worked so hard. Touching on that. as well, very funny. Kathy Burke, someone's Andy's thrown out. Kathy Burke. Can we have Kathy Burke if she isn't already it, uh, as a national treasure? She's a national Can treasure. Can we just isn't she? box that off? Have you been watching the documentary? I haven't. What is it? So it's called. Is it called All Women? Yeah. yeah and right. she's been doing it on Channel Four, I think. And okay. it's just her. So she'll, you know, she'll go and meet like a reality star who's had a lot, like a lot of work done. She's just talking about what it is to be a woman, but in as Kathy Burke, wow. who is the dose of sensible that we just don't seem to have. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like you see, you know, watch Breakfast Telly, everyone's like screaming at each other and yeah. really polarised. She's just really sensible. And really normal. And yeah. it's they're brilliant. She's so Oh, I'll great. have a watch of that. So that's on Channel 4. Yeah, you can get it on Catch Up, I think. I'll have a little watch of that. Great. Uh, 8, 12, 15 is the text this morning. What, why are you up? Uh, Paul on the M40. Uh, we're up and out of our pit early this morning to drive 166 miles to a christening. Oh, gosh. Nah. No, thank you. Uh, I, don't, I don't know any friends that that would, that would happen. No. Not happening. No, if... If Jesus was reborn, I wouldn't do. That's a lot of miles. I'd be like, Jesus, that's a lot of miles. You can come here, can yeah, you? Yeah, surely. Can you teleport? Is that one of your... Or they should do it, you know, like the <laughs> National Theatre. Do like a... a they film Live it. Live broadcast. Then, yeah, I'd go to a cinema in Ashton and watch it. Oh, I'd be fine with that. <laughs> Sat at The View, watching the second coming. <laughs> <laughs> that's the sort of thing I'm after. As long as it's an interval and it's not more than three hours. Yeah. <laughs> Jason. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Uh, now, I've started a little new uh, new thing on the show, Kiri, mm-hmm. where I like to... It's a question that my uh, my daughter's primary school, they ask them, uh, they do it every day, but we just do it once a week, uh, which is three questions. My three questions are, have you done something nice uh, for somebody this week? Has someone done something nice for you? And what have you learnt oh, okay. in the last seven days? Okay. I can do this. Okay, go. So we'll okay. start with what have you done something nice for somebody else? It's slightly bougie, so I feel a bit embarrassed about it. It's okay, we can take it. But um, it's the first, like, show busy thing that's happened to me. Oh, so I go. got invited to the uh, to the launch party of RuPaul Dra- RuPaul's oh Drag Race. Oh, my God, big time. You no, know, genuinely, that is big is time. No, I, I, I agree. That is like, well exciting. <laughs> so exciting. And I had a plus one, so I brought my friend Kath because yeah. she got me into it because I used to always come home and I'd be like, what trash are you watching of on course, telly? yeah. This is awful. And then she was like, honestly, it's great. And I was like, no, it's not. It looks terrible. And then I started watching it and I was like, this is the best thing I've ever yeah, seen in my life. It's a great life. show. It's a great so show. we went to the live launch in London and it was so good. Was it? Is it going to be good? It's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's really British, it's, but it's still really RuPaul. It's so funny. I, I don't normally laugh out loud when I watch stuff because when you're a comedian, you're dead behind the eyes, aren't you? Of course, you? yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, 1997, I think. <laughs> that's the last time I laughed. Genuinely, Genuinely yeah, yeah, yeah. From my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I laughed out loud for loads oh, of it. And like, um, yeah, so, and then they, they screened the episode and as they did, all the queens came and sort of sat behind where we were sitting. Amazing. And one of the things, and to be that, that close as well, very yeah, exciting. And one of the, th- the things you forget is, firstly, how tall drag queens are. Of course, yeah. Because men are taller. Yeah, of course. And then you put six-inch heels on them as well. <laughs> so yeah. they look like monsters from space. Seven foot. Yeah, That'd huge, yeah, huge. And also, they are just lads in sequins. So they smell like lads. It, mostly, <laughs> it smells like a football team behind you. Amazing. And then you turn around and it's all feathers and velvet. Love it. But it was brilliant. I think it's going to be 
absolutely fantastic. It's going to be a hit. Yeah, definitely. Great, okay. Lovely, okay. And uh, what nice thing have you done for somebody else? Um, oh no, that's the thing. Oh, I just, sorry, what, yep. what nice thing has someone done for you? Sorry. So um, I quite my partner is brilliant at like looking after me because I um, uh, when you see me, you'll be like, I can't believe she said I forget to eat, and as in I I clearly yeah. don't, but I, I forget to eat healthy, or, yes. or I, I'm like, On oh, time. I realize it. Yeah, and so I he was away he's away filming this weekend, and he's just left me a fridge full of like cooked meals, so I just oh. have to eat them. He's really sweet. He pulled on that one. Yeah, he's good, right? That's a winner. Yeah. So you're just in in the in the microwave, exactly. and all really good food as well. What a legend. He's such a good boy. Yeah. And that's sort of part for himself as well, because he's like, what would be really nice is if when I got home, she was alive. Yes. That's a real treat, isn't it, when yeah. you get home and your partner's still alive. So <laughs> partly it's selfish actually, for yeah, him. Actually, yeah, it's selfish. I'm yeah. going to that out. Yeah. I won't thank him now, actually. No. no. <laughs> that's so me a text. <laughs> that's really sweet. He's I, really I great. like that. And, and what have you learned? Oh, so I learned at the comedy store this weekend, I was chatting to comedian Ian Coppinger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, he's from Ireland. And we were talking about uh, bingo and how it, you know, like it's, it's a pre- predominantly Brit- British thing. And I I didn't believe him. Uh, he's right. Um, but one of the things I learned that doesn't exist anywhere else really is pantos. Yes, of course, I did, yeah. Th- it's only Britain it's only that us. has pantos. Yeah, it's only us. Which is... Why aren't we exporting it? Because why don't we take it around the world? Incredible! A worldwide panto. They're so good when they're done well. They're they are amazing. I'm still waiting to be like offered one. Are you? I thought you'd have done one. You think so? Would you? Not once. I'm like, hang on. That fellow who was in EastEnders seven years ago is getting it, and, I, and no one's rang me yet. I'd be up for it. Do you know what I think it is? Is they think that they couldn't afford you. Well, no, I mean that that is true. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, put the ticket money up. You know, make yeah, the tickets more expensive. That's true, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, charge the kids more for their sweets. Yeah. We've got Manford money to pay. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be great and it's I'd perfect. I'd love a bit of a panto. All my, you know, when I think of like Les Dawson and people like that, I love, I love like a, I mean, oh, don't get me wrong, Julian Clary at the, at the, um, at the Palladium last year in Cinderella was wonderful. And there is something very camp and beautiful about that. Uh, and he had like 12 costume changes and it was great. But my favourite panto dames are when it's just like a, just a straight bloke, grumpy yeah. bloke yep. dressed up as a woman. It's like, brilliant, Les isn't it? Dawson. Oh, yeah. Like, that's just funny. <laughs> yeah. Just it's... the juxtaposition of those two things going on. <laughs> that's where comedy lives for me. So, there, yeah, panto is an English, is a British thing. So, that's uh, yeah. that's, that, that's your little fact. I, did, I, I just it. didn't know. You just thought they were all over the world. I thought they were all over the world. I thought every country would it's have like pantos. Nigerian pantos yeah, and Indian genuinely. pantos. Of course. Of course. Right. Did you, I just assumed it was. And then finding out that it, it, this tiny little island that we've made up this thing, we're like, well, a, a big lad's going to dress as a woman. Yeah. That's the first thing. There's going to be a girl dressed as a boy that everyone's going to have weird weird feelings about. And there's going to be some slightly so, so dubious stuff racially, but it's going to be great and all the family are going to get involved. And like, of course it's of course British. Of course it's British. Absolutely. Jason. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. So with everything going well for you, Kiria, I, ca- I can only imagine that at some point in the next uh, couple of years, the old uh, Strictly's coming knocking. <laughs> do you reckon? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's coming for you. Would you do it? Um, my parents love it, so I would do it. Of course it. you would. I'm a really bad dancer, though. Yeah, that's what we want. Uh, no, but I'm really... <laughs> As a viewing public. Like, well, it's not even like... We I'm love not... a journey. Well... But what if you're not going anywhere on that journey? I'm very much stalled on the side of the M62 with my journey. But I'm because I'm not abysmal, but I'm not good. So I just got rhythm though. uh, It's passable. You're not clapping on the downbeat, are you? No, I don't think so. Good. 
Well, I mean, how do you feel about dancing? You have to do it quite a lot, right? Yeah, I do a bit of it in uh, in this new show that I'm doing, Curtains. Um, it's all right, really. I mean, as a bloke, it's sort of a bit easier because you're not doing the flourishes and the, uh, the, the you know... No one's lifting you. Yes, quite, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, nobody could. Um, so <laughs> we... Uh, you know, there's a lot of that where you sort of just the frame mm. for the the female to to look amazing in, really. Yeah. You know? so that's why it's it's ha- sort of harder for the sit like on Strictly. I always think it's quite it's quite hard for the bloke because he's he's having to lead a person who's much more experienced than him. Yeah, he's <laughs> like in a waltz. That's Although mm. someone smashed it last night, I was watching a few clips in bed. Oh my god! The lad from Emmerdale, Andy Sugden, is it? Uh, uh, no. That's his character. What's it's his? Kelvin. Kelvin. That's yeah. it. Kelvin. I know. Crikey. Where did he come from? <laughs> Where did those guns come Where? from? Where? Sun's out. Guns out. Yeah, he's. He looked amazing. Phenomenal. And he was so good. He was brilliant and dead nice. Yeah. And he took over from Jamie Lang two weeks ago. That's so amazing. So he has had much less time to prepare, and he got the highest opening score of any celebrities any, ever had on that show. Oh, really? All eights. Yeah. Wow. He was sexy. He really was. Wasn't he? Have you got money on him? If you're a betting man? If I was a betting man, I, I would, and I've got pals in it. You know, we've, we both know Chris Ramsey. Yeah. Who, uh, who's in it. And uh, and Kath Tilsley, who's who's playing my uh, uh, girlfriend in, in Scarborough, is in it. So we've, I've got, you know, got skin I've in got the game, my favourites. Yeah, quite. Yeah. But he, he's something special. He really is, isn't he? Well, I, I mean, I don't remember Emmerdale having fitties on it. No, not at all. <laughs> no, when I think of it, everyone looks like... British. Yeah, like they you know, work on a farm. Yeah, exactly. Quite literally. Yeah, like potatoes. But then again, like. I guess, you know, there's always that sort of uh, Jilly Cooper uh, oh, type yes. farm hand, isn't there, where he's like in the stables and That's just true. wiping his brow and, oh, hello. <gasps> Having like, said that, some mm. of the dingles have been quite fit over the years. Oh, have they? I like a lad who looks a bit feral and yeah. they've nailed that. <laughs> like, you know, Joe Gilgan when he was on oh, it. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah, I'd have, had, I'd, I'd have a go on him <laughs> in his wax jacket. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, I, yeah, I, I was, I was, I was swayed. I, yeah, I was. So. I mean, I'm not, but if I was, I would. That's yeah. my fra- that's my phrase of the day. <laughs> Crikey, me and my wife are like, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> this is not suitable for home viewing. No, no one knew that that was going to be in their top five. No, and it's I, happened. I, he's in there. Yeah. He's absolutely in there. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Matters. Kiri Pritchard-McLean is my guest this morning. Thanks for having me. I'm having a lovely time. It's a fun show, isn't it? It is very it's fun. fun. No, there's no real... I mean, it's not work, is it? Sometimes <laughs> I... <laughs> sometimes I'll say to my wife, I'll say, oh, I'm off this weekend. And she'll say, what about the radio? And I go, nah, it's not work, though, is it? <laughs> I'm up anyway, because I've got kids. So it just means I don't have to do breakfast. That's what this is. Just get oh, out so here. this is what this is. This is why this show is still on. It just gets me out of the house. And by the time I get back, everyone's dressed. Everyone's facing the day. Uh, it's, it's perfect. That's awful. I know. That's I'm so a terrible bad. human being. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a moment this week where um, that, that made me chuckle. Where, so I'm doing this, uh, as I've mentioned, I'm doing this musical Curtains, uh, which is uh, about to go out on tour. And we're in the middle of rehearsals. And uh, one of the actors in it is um, Ori Aduba who uh, a lot of you will know from, uh, well, he won Strictly a couple of years ago and um, various sports, you know, he's a lot of sports presenting and comic relief and sport relief. Anyway, we're walking to the tube station. We're rehearsing in London. And it's getting to about sort of 7.30. It's getting to 
dusk, you know, it's getting a bit dark. And obviously in London there's a lot of these tunnels where you've got to go through oh, yeah. underground to get to the, the tube and whatnot. And we're walking underground and there were some boys sort of like looking menacing. <laughs> there was about I don't know, eight or nine of them. And they're like between the ages of like 14 and 17. Scariest ages. They are the scary ages. Because you can't hit them legally. You can't legally hit them. Not that I would even know what to do, <laughs> even though I've got my keys in between my knuckles, <laughs> like ready. And uh, I've got, I can feel, I've got, I've been mugged a few times, so I've got like a spidey sense. Really? Over the, over the years, yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I don't feel right. And I can see them sort of looking over. They're all in the hoodies and, you know, bikes and whatever. I'm like, oh. And they walk past us and I think, oh, we're all right. And then one of them goes, yo. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yo, mate. And I was like, oh, no. We just like, take my phone. I was like, yeah. I was like, where's my phone? <laughs> my wallet's there, my phone's there. Yo, mate. And turn around. Yeah. Trying to be tough. <laughs> and he looked at Ori and he went, you used to do news round, yeah? <laughs> 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 I was like, he did, yeah, do you want a photo? I was like, come here, come on, lads, all pack in, that's it, that's it, I'll do a photo for you. Oh, I've never been so happy to be with somebody, with the modern day John Craven in my life. So that's how you stop yourself getting mugged? That's what you have to do. Always knock around with someone who was on news round. Oh, they love, love, they love news round. They love current affairs aimed at the under 40s. Yeah. They loved it. So my job this week has essentially been going through Aurea Duba's uh, IMDB profile and just randomly shouting, yo, mate, mate, used to be on Len Goodman's partner in rhyme. <laughs> just randomly shouting programmes at him. It was terrifying for a moment. I've never been mugged. You've never been mugged? No, and I'm not like wistfully hoping yeah. that someone does oh, it. Oh, back in the day, yeah. But I, I you know, I'm quite... It's not a nice feeling. No, I uh, bet. Darren Brown says the best thing to do is if somebody's trying to mug you, this is good advice, uh, is that uh, you should just say something mentally oh, random. Oh, is it like, the fence outside my house is very That's tall? That's almost it, like yeah, that. the wall yeah. or the fence yeah. or whatever. It's just anything, like the craziest. They come over and give me some money in your phone. You go, the, the, the crows are flying high this time of year. What? Because like, they're just not expecting yeah. that. And obviously you forget, like, if somebody's... Is a mug, I guess. They're they're um, they've yeah. been building up to it as well. Yeah, so. they're in fight and f- fight or flight. As yeah, well. they're ready for it as so well. If you just so. come out with something weird enough. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> they'll, they'll start running. I'm quite good at like I've got nothing to back it up with, but I am quite good at like I've got a, a sort of a peacock. I can get bigger. Yeah, and I can also like I can sound like I could have a fight. Oh, because right. I think the Manchester accent, yeah, even course. though it's quite, I've got quite a friendly Northern accent. Like if it, tu- if it if it turns, you what? Like, I can be in. Yeah, yeah. Come in, then. I can be in. I can be in. But I've got nothing to back it up. <laughs> I have no discernible skills. Well, this I'm glad is not you like... put it on the radio. <laughs> yeah, so, if you, you know, I'm I'm your ideal target. I've really I've got to say. Also, I can, I, you know, I'm in a job that I can afford to buy a second phone, so it's not <laughs> it's not the biggest problem in the world. I, mean, I go, oh, I have it then, fine. Um, in fact, one of my first stories was about, um, on stage, actually, I got mugged when I was about 16, 17, walking home from college. And... Uh, and I, I remember doing a gig a few weeks later. I had a, bit, like a, a black eye and a thick lip, and I was on and it was my first ever gig. And someone heckled me, "What happened to your face?" And I said, oh, "I got mugged." And they laughed, and I was like, "That's weird thing to laugh at." <laughs> it's you know, a good but opener. <laughs> comedy and tragedy is very closely linked. <laughs> and uh, but I remember that what happened was he, this guy came out. He went, "He said, give us your money, or we'll beat you up." And I, obviously, given those options, I was like, "I'll oh, have it then." I had like six quid on me. I said, "There you go, have it." And then he beat me up anyway. And I remember being sat there on the floor thinking. 
and more annoyed that he'd broken our yeah. like verbal contract. There's terms enter. and conditions. We'd there. entered into an agreement. <laughs> Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. Leanne in Glasgow's messaged in, Kerry. Crikey. Right. We're gonna have to grease the door frames to get your head through here. <laughs> Morning, Jason, it says. Long time listener, first time texter. Goodness. Great to hear Kerry on the show. Think she's brilliant. Oh, that's nice. I mean, you did have your phone under your desk of an ego. Yeah, this is not... <laughs> yes, I'm Leanne from Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs> I first caught her on Radio 4 a couple of years ago and thought she was very funny and astute, so looked her up on Facebook. Have now seen her live three times. Oh, my gosh. Twice her own show, once with her all-killing-old pal Rachel. Great to see them both doing well and to see Kiri and lots of other funny women like Sarah Milliken, Ashlyn B, Ellie Taylor, Jade Adams, Rose uh, Matafeo, uh, all over the TV these days. More power to them. Oh, wow. Crikey. Three shows. I should do a loyalty card scheme. You should, yeah, like Costa. Yeah. Little stamp. I don't know what they get at the end, though. Yeah, like another, maybe a coffee. Costa, yeah, it yeah just, just buy me coffee, just pass that along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what you want, what you don't want to do is start making the mistake, which I've done occasionally, where I've, like a like a, a charity do, offered um, like dinner with, oh, you can win dinner with, uh, you know, someone you like, Jason Manford or Oh, or gosh, that sounds horrific. Worst idea I've ever had in my life. I'd seen a couple of people do it, I thought, that's a nice idea, and I wasn't, I wasn't on tour at the time, so it's not as if I could... Uh, you, you know, excuse. give them tickets or whatever. So, um, yeah, and I remember being at one. It was in Cheadle somewhere in, in South Manchester. And this table of women, they were hammered, like proper hammered. They were like, 300 quid, 400 quid. They were like bidding against each other. Like, <gasps> And I was like, right, this is, a, this is a, a dinner with Jason Manford. I was thinking, what have I done? This is a, I'm not good in, I, I don't mind, you know, radio can have a chat stage. Have a, but actually in real life, I'm not a, you know, I'm not that yeah. sort of person. I'm not, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not introvert, but I'm not a, as, a, the same as I am on stage. 500 quid, it's like 600 quid, 700 quid. I was like, crikey. It was for this like children's charity. Oh, no. I was like, oh, what can I you do You can't here? back out can't there back either, out. can you? No, but I came up with another reason, another way of doing it. Got to, They got to about 800, 850 quid. And they were like, going once, going twice. Miss, I went, a thousand pounds. They looked around like, what? So I just bid for myself. And nobody beat me, going once, going twice, going three times to Jason Manford, dinner with Jason Manford. I basically made a, a donation to the charity and then just got went for the drive through on the way home. Yeah, you paid yourself to have a night Yeah, in. And, but I still bought two meals, though. Just <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Absolutely. That's the way of doing it. Very oddly, after we were talking about it, I just had a text from... Uh, Ashlyn B just came through that's weird oh. isn't it and the, because we were both on QI the other day and I messaged her to say how funny she was uh, I on the QI episode on Friday night if uh, you watched it I put the, um, the, the the what's it called the, when you get on a plane uh, the, oh, to stop you sinking in oh it's gone out of my head the what life vest, life vest. Oh, that yes. just went out of my head Lost that word then for a second. The life vest over my head. I saw that on Twitter. People were talking about yes. it's the funniest thing. It's seeing you get out of it. So, was it? honestly, obviously, I've never put one on before, like you know, on a plane because I've been I've been very fortunate. And uh, I put it over my head, and then they said, "Oh," and Sandy said, "Press the thing so it goes off." Right, and that's what we do. <laughs> you got your little whistle and your light, you know, for when you're in the middle of the Pacific. And uh, and then they said, "Okay, that's that done. Let's take them off." Genuinely couldn't get it off. You, that's it. Not a, and I wasn't joking. I wasn't like trying to do physical comedy. <laughs> genuinely was like, this is stuck, mate. Like I can't. Which bit was stuck on you? Just the, round my neck. 
Oh my god! Like gosh. I couldn't get it back through. <laughs> like I couldn't get my head through. Like a kid with its head through the railings. Yeah, it was awful. In the end, I had to get Alan Davis. Almost had like his feet on my shoulders <laughs> trying to pull this off. And some people on Twitter were like, "Oh, you're faking that." I was like, "I, I posted a picture. My eyelids are inside out. <laughs> like it's that. It was like being born again. It was the one of the worst experiences of my life." Jenny thought, "I'm. So, this is me now." <laughs> I just have just to wear this. Every, yeah, every gig. Like Keith Lemon in his neck brace. It's Jason Muffin in his, his life jacket. Oh, it was awful. It was awful. So it definitely was not fake if you, did, if you managed to watch it. I saw it on Twitter now yeah, you say that. I remember the, people talking about it's it. It's on the iPlayer. It's, uh, it's well worth a watch, I've got to say. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Paul Simon on the way. Oh, love Paul Simon. Love it. And you will be on your feet. You'll be on your feet doing the Chevy Chase dance <laughs> uh, when You Can Call Me Al comes on uh, in the next 10 minutes. Uh, now, this was interesting in the paper this week. More than a million people in the UK are named after a Disney character. Yes, I heard about this yes. one. Yes, I don't know if you know many scars. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> My goddaughter is an Elsa. Elsa, well, I can imagine that's going to be yeah. Anna and Elsa, crikey, yeah, through right the roof. Um, and, uh, yeah, the, the study by uh, travel company Florida for Less uh, has found that more than a million people in the UK are named as Disney characters. The research revealed that names taken from animated classics such as Toy Story, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, uh, Beauty and the Beast, have rocketed in popularity since the turn of the last decade. Uh, most popular Disney names overall. Let's, let's see if you can... Let's see if you can guess. We'll do a little quiz. Is top ten, okay? Uh, Disney names. We'll okay. Go on, go for it. Aurora. Um, is that on there? From no, it's not actually. Oh, really? From, is that Cinderella? Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, mm. but I guess because nobody really knows. Do you know what I mean? She's oh yeah, of, she's Cinderella. She's called Cinderella. Yeah, yeah. which would be a weird for uh, a kid. Uh, Nala, that's quite cool. Nala's in there. Yes, number ten from the Lion so King. She's so fit when she falls back on the grass. You know that moment. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh my god, Although I think I fancy you... a lion. <laughs> <laughs> Although when you actually watch the film again now with new eyes, you're like, oh, they're they're cousins, aren't they? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I don't even yeah, thought about it's kinda, that. It's kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, top nine. Go on. Okay. Um, oh, what's been popular? Well, is Elsa on there? I thought Elsa. Elsa's was there, number yes. seven, Frozen. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, right, boys' names. What have we got? Hans. I said there's not many boys' names there. Okay. Hans. That would be a weird name for a baby, wouldn't it? <laughs> baby Hans. Hans. Like Hans. No, no, no D. Um, um, I'll give you uh, number nine. I'll give you the. I'll give you the films, and you'll okay, get the names. Okay, okay. So number nine, The Little Mermaid. Oh, Ariel. Ariel. Really? Yeah. Like, but I always think washing powder. Washing powder. powder. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what they're going to get bullied for already, don't Mate, you? Mate, come on. You can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. Also, in this modern world, you know, you, you know, getting your whites whiter and all that. It's yeah. just It's just negative connotations. No. You can't have it. Number eight, Toy Story. Buzz. That would be weird. But yes, it's, it is, it's not in the top ten, but it Frank is Frank Skinner's chart. Yes, that's boys. true. Yeah. That's true, yeah. We've got Buzz. Yeah. It can't be Woody. It's Woody, man. No, you're I not know. calling your child Woody. I know. Buzz makes more sense than Woody. It really does. You can't call your child... Why do people want their children to be bullied? I don't understand. <laughs> Woody. It's up no. there. It's up there. Um, Princess and the Frog. I've not seen that. She's called Tiana. Oh, that's a nice uh, name. Number five, Steamboat Willie, 1928. Mickey? It's not Mickey, no. His girlfriend. <laughs> Minnie? Minnie. There's Minnie's there. Minnie? It's number five, I mate. really don't understand these people. These are odd, people, aren't they? yeah. Uh, number four, uh, Toy Story 2. Oh, no, I don't know. Jesse. 
Okay, yeah, Normal. that's a solid one. Uh, number three, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, Belle? It's Beast. No, it's not. It's Belle. <laughs> <laughs> it is Belle. Beast! Your tea's ready. I'll be in in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> beast who, let's face it, was fitter as a beast than he was as a man. Yeah, when he became a man, you were yeah, like, like, oh, what? go back, go back. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I stopped fancying when he, when he became a man. Yeah, God knows a... what that says about me. <laughs> There's a psychologist that listening to this being like, I'm just going to drop her a tweet saying yeah. okay, she needs some help between Nala and the Beast. This is quite there's, weird. I know it's def- there's definitely parental things in that. I mean, that's that's, that's an odd storyline for a film as well, isn't it? Yes. Do you think and that's uh, Stockholm Syndrome? I yeah, think, that's what it, that is. You? But you fall in love with your captor. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that film's about. Very odd, very odd. Uh, number two is Rex from Toy Story. Oh, okay. And number one from Aladdin. Jasmine. Jasmine. Oh, that's nice. There you go. Top 10 Disney names. What are you named after? Kiri's an interesting name. Yeah, people always think my parents are opera buffs. Right. Because there's Dame Kiri Takanawa. Okay. Um, but it is not that. It's because my mum used to live in New Zealand. Okay. And Kiri's quite an unusual name over here. It's a Maori name. Right. But in... Uh, Apparently, in New Zealand, it's like it's Tracy. It's oh, like, I see, it's like right. yeah, do you want know me like everyone? Yeah, it's a, literally, it's like everyone's <laughs> called Kiri. Um, oh, right. So, yeah, that's where I get it from. But people always think, oh, your parents must love the opera. Because I see I've got two surnames as well. I'm like, oh, of no, course. my parents weren't married. They're absolute scum. <laughs> <laughs> I was very lucky, really, because my, I, I'm, I'm happy with Jason. I like the name. It's a good mm. name. Uh, Donovan, uh, Orange. Orange. Uh, they're the top three, and um, but I was very close because a, a couple of weeks before I was born, or a week before I was born, uh, they the Grand National was won. And my my gran is a huge horse racing fan, and my mum very she was only seventeen when I was born, so I was born two weeks after my mum's seventeenth birthday, so still young and influenced by your parents. Uh, had said that um, the jockey who'd won, you know, who, who'd won that race was uh, John Joe O'Neill, and she said, "What about John Joe?" Oh my gosh, yeah. John Manf- Joe Manford. John Joe Manford. You wouldn't have been a comedian. I wouldn't be here. <laughs> no, absolutely <laughs> no, not. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> John Joe, imagine no, that. I mean, it's a cool name. Yeah, but I, I, to be, I think he rode uh, the horse was called Three of a Kind. I think I would have preferred that. <laughs> it's quite flashy, isn't it, John yeah, Joe? John Joe. Yeah. You can't be, you know, like if you're John Joe, you've got to have some swagger. <laughs> you can't, you know, can't be sickly. <laughs> no, <agreed>. and pale. <laughs> Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Paul Simon. We had it turned up in here, didn't we? We did. Have a little boogie. It's an absolute banger. It's a great song. I love him. I think he's so good. I saw him in Hyde Park uh, a few years ago. Oh, wow. Genuinely just like doing Sound of Silence. And uh, he does a bit where he goes, 10,000 people, maybe more. And the whole crowd is just like, He's talking about us. That's us. That's us. <laughs> that was amazing. Like tears, genuinely. Oh, it was amazing. One of the oh. best gigs I've ever been to in my life. Um, and uh, and that and, and you can call me Al is the I would call I put it in my top five karaoke mistakes. <laughs> you think you can do it? You can't do it, mate. <laughs> 
It's not for you. <laughs> Only Paul Simon can do it. Um, I, oh gosh, I'm the, the queen of karaoke errors. I'm like, yeah, I can do Black Velvet. <laughs> and then you're like, oh no. <laughs> and then you can just, that moment when you're like, you know, at the top, Steve Coogan does it brilliantly with Alan Partridge when he sings just at the top of his <laughs> range. Yes. And there's such fear in the voice. It's That's going, my yeah. default. I remember uh, a Frank Skinner uh, comedy show many years ago where he took, he took he's, I think someone was doing Angels or something, but straight away you knew they'd started too high. <laughs> and it's, he's got nowhere to go. <gasps> Did, I don't know if you've ever seen this, but there's an absolutely brilliant clip on the internet of... Um, uh, it's a Mamma Mia audition for the film right. with Chris Klein and he was in um, American Pie he oh, was the one yeah, who sung yeah. in it and it's it's his audition tape from it and it is brutal oh, no. so he's singing um, I want, I wasn't jealous before we met that Abba right. song um, uh, Voulez Vu yes, and all. he just immediately comes in too high and you can see it in his eyes and he's got nowhere to go and he just keeps <laughs> trying to slide up and then eventually goes right down. That's but all you can do. It's, it, I cannot take my eyes off that, that the look on his face is well, you so like good. A, you like a musical song? I love a sing, but I'm not a singer. No. I'm not like you. Like, I, I, you know. Oh, you. No, but you are, you're the real deal. I am an enthusiastic amateur. So, yeah, I'm not even like karaoke good. I just right. enjoy. And, you, you know, if you've got a bit of swagger and you can sell it, that yes, makes that's all always, the difference. I like those people at karaoke who don't necessarily got the best voice, but nailing it oh I love it when someone owns it we used to go when I started off doing comedy in Manchester we'd all go to Beat the Frog on Monday at the Frog and Bucket which yeah. is the new act night and we'd go to Slug and Lettuce and because they did half price food on a Monday we'd get a platter <laughs> that's meant for four people each so Amazing. we'd eat that we'd go and do Beat the Frog and then afterwards we used to go to it's long gone now but Charlie's Chinese Karaoke in the village oh, classic. which was brilliant love that and uh, there used to be a Jack Russell just walking up and down the bar <laughs> but we'd all just sing karaoke till about two o'clock in the morning Perfect. and it was and there's loads of comedians, so they're all rock stars in their heads. Yes. And we're all terrible singers. But, you know, seeing... But you did a musical, didn't you? Yes. That's always fun. But uh, Yeah, so that's like comedians singing musical songs. Yeah. But my role in that, because I'm there with Jade Adams, who's an incredible singer, yes. who's a self-trained opera singer. Right. Oh, and I am the person. I'm the I'm the audience. I'm the one who can't sing but wants to. I'm the one who sings in the shower. So that's my job is to just be fine, <laughs> but but trying very hard because I'm sick of seeing people do stuff well. Do yeah, you know what I mean? agreed. I want to see people being like fine at stuff. It's like I'm the same with X Factor. I watch X Factor for the first five, like maybe four or five episodes where it's like just the nutters for outside, you know what I mean? And I'm not interested, you know what I mean? Where you're, like they're going down the line, they're like, where are you from? They're like, Hull, I've come from Hull and, uh, you know, I've just always wanted to sing. My mum's a singer and I just wanted to be a singer and that's it. And they're amazing. They're the next person like, where are you from? They're like, oh, I've come, I've just come from Sheffield and, uh, you know, I, I used to sing in the shower and just somebody said to me once, oh, you've got a lovely voice. Maybe you should. And you're like, where are you from? He's like, Narnia. I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah. I want to hear that guy. That's the winner. <laughs> <laughs> Once they start getting good at it, judges' houses and all that, I'm like... Yeah, Pfft. we've all heard good singers Boring! Before. Yeah, exactly. And the great thing about a musical as well is that you have comedians who are very confident people um, and then you put them on stage with a microphone, they're used to that, but not singing. Oh, no. And they just... Like, the vulnerability is beautiful. <laughs> like, yeah. how scared... Seeing, like, amazing yeah. people be so scared. Terrified. And, like, really... But really wanting it to Who's go well. Who's been your favourite people on, that you've had on a musical? Oh, who have I had on that I've loved? I loved it when Carl Donnelly did it. Oh, yeah. Such a funny show. man. Yeah. Um, and he did 
a full outfit a sweet transvestite from Rocky Horror. Amazing. And was like, it's always been my dream to be Frankenfurter. Of course. I spent 80 quid on a cape. <laughs> I'm only paying 50 quid to do the show. Like, That's it's running dedication. at a loss. It I'll, is, but he was brilliant because you could just see all those hours of singing in his car paid yeah. off in that one And can moment. people see a musical anyway? Yeah, if you, in fact, we did it for television with the brilliant Frank Skinner, London Hughes, Susie Ruffell and Tom Allen and it's on Now TV for just, I think, like three more days. Oh, okay. But I'm so proud of it. I love it. I think the joy, because you don't see much joyous stuff. Yeah, just having a laugh, yeah. Yeah, and it, it's really joyful. That's There um, you go. Now TV, catch it now. A musical with Kiri. Jason Manford. George Ezra there with some absolute nonsense. There weren't even words <laughs> towards the end of that song. Uh, but God love him. <laughs> well, I had saw him for the first time this year. Weird, uh, isn't it, when you see him and you hear that voice? Yes, yes, it like, is. Oh, he's yeah. 14. Yeah, he's so young. Like a child. Um, he sings like a... <laughs> Shotgun. <laughs> like, hey, what happened to you? <laughs> yeah, how much have you smoked? <laughs> yeah. What have you seen? It was great. It was at Latitude. Yes. It was a really yeah, I saw fun... him at, well, my, my kids saw him at Latitude as well, so it was phenomenal. Yeah. Loved it, loved it. Uh, and you're going to be on our screens uh, again very shortly. You're, uh, you, you filmed an episode of QI... Uh, not QI, uh, would I lie to you? Yes, I'm not sure when it's out. I think it'll be this winter. It's a it great was... show, isn't it? Oh my God, it's brilliant. Such a laugh. It's so fun. And genuinely, like, I know sometimes you think TV trickery and all that, but when you sit down, yes, you've done a research chat a few days before and they've sort of listened to stuff that you've done, but when you sit down and lift that card up on no the telly, what's under that there. is the first time you have seen your truth or lie. Yeah. They're not making that up. Yeah. And also how they've packaged your actual story. Yes. You know, like the one line that they've sort of given to yeah. give it away. And then you've just got to try and blag it. Yes. But not too well if it's a truth. And not, yeah. yeah. I loved it. It's such a, like, it's a brilliant, it's because like all good shows that last long, it's just a great game. Yes. It's a, a part And you can game. play at home. Yeah. Uh, it's just a lot of fun. And also it's, they're so funny as a trio. Oh, brilliant. So funny. And, and Lee Mack is, I mean, he's a, you know, he's a good friend of mine and I, 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 he's that funny in real life. I couldn't believe it. I was I was watching him and I had to sort of like check myself because I was yeah. just staring at How him being like, this is, yeah, yeah he's so I brilliant. think, because even as comics, you know, we're generally quite quick-witted and, you know, you can think of funny things to say. And then he's like on another... Le- I yeah. think it must be like when you're lining up for the 100 metres and Usain Bolt's at the end, like, you're really fast. Yes. And then there's that guy. Well, I'm like, yeah. That's Lee Mack. Is Lee Mack doping? Is that what it is? Like, is he on <laughs> some kind of whatever steroid he's taking to make himself so funny? He's, so, he's genuinely one of the funniest people I've ever, ever met in my life. And yeah. you go out for, you know, a bit of dinner with him or a drink with him. Comes, like he's, You wake up... I remember out in Edinburgh once... And the next morning, waking up, thinking, I thought, did I fall over last night? And my sides are sore. And then I, if genuinely from laughter. Oh, that's it was so that, lovely. I was like, oh, that was because I laughed so much last night at Lee Mack. We met for the first time uh, many years ago uh, playing football, weirdly enough. Uh, even though if you saw him on Soccer Aid, he's not a footballer. <laughs> and neither am I. And we played, it was a sport relief thing. and we, It was at Old Trafford. And it was uh, a team of Manchester United fans and ex players like celebrity fans and ex-players and versus the rest of the world and me and lee were in the rest of the world team as city fan and liverpool fan I think. and um we're there and we're not very good 
Ralph Little's taking it far too seriously for the rest <laughs> of us. He's like, get in your head, get, get, get your head in the, in the game, boys. I'm like, all right, it's just, it's just a bit of fun, Ralph. It's just a laugh. I mean, Ralph took it so seriously that when he, he's a United fan, he had to play for the, the, the other side uh, because there was, they had too many players, that he scored for the rest of the world against his club, Manchester United, and then didn't celebrate in a sort of like, I just didn't want to disrespect the team. Like, oh. you're not a real footballer, Ralph. <laughs> It's very funny. Um, but my favourite moment was uh, Lee Mack uh, slide tackling Yap Stam. I don't know if you remember Yap Stam, but he's he he'd only just retired. He's about seven foot. He looked like someone from the Hills Have Eyes, like bald head, <laughs> eyes bulging out of his face. Like he was mean, big Dutch man. And he slide tackled him. And on the floor... <laughs> I was like, what is he doing? And then, he because sort of, he missed the ball, he sort of petulantly, like, sort of lashed out a little bit and, like, kicked the back of Yapstam's uh, leg. And Yapstam looked down at Lee Mack lying on the floor. And this is something you will never see in a professional game of football. On his back, in the middle of the Old Trafford pitch, as Yapstam is towering over him after being slightly kicked by this, like, gnat of a man on the floor, <laughs> Lee Mack genuinely lost it and went... I'm really sorry, Mr. Stamp. Like, <laughs> Mr. Stamp. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Oh, love of him, are we? So good. Just so good, isn't love he? Him. Timeless, timeless. And the, the aesthetic as well. Yeah. I love how amazing he looked and how different he looked at different points. Just when he, like, I was so sad when he died, but because I was like, oh, I thought he would be here forever. Yeah. And and then you just spend like two weeks, like, mainlining his back catalogue and, and then just <laughs> yeah. getting even sadder. Yeah. Nothing so new. I know. My uh, youngest daughter is four. She was born on Bowie's birthday, and her middle name is Star. So she's Star Manford. That's so cool. That's our little homage. Uh, so uh, this happened this week. I think you're going to appreciate my uh, lividness uh, of what happened to me this week. So backstage. So I, obviously as a comic, you uh, you work alone a lot, you know, and mm-hmm. even in green rooms, it's not really, you know, it's not it's not a workplace essentially. It's a, you know, you turn up for five minutes and that's you. So backstage at uh, Curtains, this sh- the show that I'm doing at the moment, there's a little kitchen and it's all going fine. We're all having a nice time. And I pop in for a, a cup of tea and I notice on the side there is a box of celebrations. Lid on. Great, exciting. So I thought, oh, great, love a bit of celebrations. Going to get into that. I opened the lid, uh, Kiri, and that was what I saw. Okay, you can <gasps> see the picture there. If you can describe that to our listeners. Oh, it's offensive. It's awful. It's isn't an, it? it's an, I'd say empty celebration. It's empty, got, but what uh, has somebody done? And they've put four empty wrappers. Back four in empty it. wrappers back in. What sort of scumbag would do that? <laughs> Not even a bounty left. <laughs> Not even a bounty. Well, joke's on you because I've trained myself to like bounties. I like the bounty now as so well. So I can hoover them all up. As a, as a dad, what you find is you end up with the crappiest chocolate because everyone's coffee on creams. it. Coffee creams. Coffee creams. That's why yep. as a dad you just learn to like coffee creams, <laughs> the bounty, the Mars the Mars bar. That's always at the, at the end. Um, you've they, got no d- chance of getting anywhere near a Maltese or a Galaxy Caramel. No. Not well, a chance. Well, also, do you remember the Galaxy Truffle that they got rid of? That was, I don't know why they did that, because that was the real jewel in the crown of... Do you not have a focus group? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're wrong if they told you to do that. Madness. Uh, So I did ask online about sort of workplace faux pas, what the worst 
things that you go, you can't, that's, you know, maybe it's having, eating egg butties like, you oh, know, yeah. in work or whatever. Your biggest workplace faux pas after some sort of scumbag. <laughs> uh, and I like all the cast of the, the of Well, you did but, anyway. But now I don't trust any of them. Aren't most of them children? There are a lot of them are youngsters, yeah. There's a lot of youngsters. And that, so your beef is that children were have, had sweets before They're not actual you. children. They're just young. They're like 21, 22. They're not, they're not actual kids. But if even so, even, even if they were 12, I'd be livid that they did that. They need to learn. Uh, so uh, Becky Howcroft uh, on Facebook says, I used to work with someone who kept bird seed in a celebrations tin. And I oh, never learned. No. Every, every time. time. I think Peter K used to say his nana kept a sewing in a sewing kit in her. Yes. Oh, Livid. heartbreak. Absolutely heartbreaking. Uh, Jonathan Stevens uses ex- that exact word and that exact example. The, the heartbreaking as finding a sewing kit in your nan's biscuit tin. Uh, Sue Ryan says, I took an advent calendar into work. The idea was that we would take turns to open and get the chocolate. I went out the office one morning. When I got back, my colleague had had them all and closed the windows again. <laughs> That is psychopath behaviour. Isn't it? And you're an expert psychopath. Yeah, that is, I would say there's alarm bells there. <laughs> they, they will kill again. <laughs> Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Kiri Pitchard McLean is my guest this morning. I'm having a lovely time, you it's, know. It's, fun. it's been a lot of fun. It's been yeah. lovely to have you. Um, what's, what can people see you uh, doing and, and where do you want them to go this morning? What do you want to look Ooh, at? Oh, I tell them what I'd love mm. to do is I present a show on Ready for Extra called Newsdack. So it's a satirical sketch show, mm-hmm. but it's completely written by the public. So nice. we don't, yeah, it's amazing. So it's about the news and stuff, but you know, it doesn't have to be all like hardcore politics, just whatever's been happening. And basically on Monday morning at 12 o'clock, everyone sends their sketches in. And at Tuesday by 12, they send their one-liners in. We put them all together and we make a half-hour radio show about it every week. Wow. And it's amazing because it's where loads of people, me included, got their first break writing. And if you get it onto the radio show, you get paid for it. So, nice. Yeah, you can Clever. go to the BBC website and it means that you've suddenly, basically loads of people, loads of comedy writers, that's where they started. And um, it's it's so good. It's so much fun. And we're recording it in Manchester this week. So there you I go. I think uh, if you want some free tickets, there'll be some on the, on the website as well. Nice. So how did they do that then? What do they need to do? I go to Shows and Tours, the BBC section of the website. Yeah. And find the News Jack Manchester show. News. News Jack. Jack. Yes, All right. Like cool. the boy's name or one word. There you go. Nice and easy. And you've got your podcast that's still yeah, flying around. That's still going. Yeah, and you're doing a tour of that. Yeah, yes, we are. That's sold out. That's we, sold out, guys. We might be doing an extra one in Manchester at Christmas. Like the arena or something. Yeah, yeah, well, imagine that. Just all those weirdos in one space. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to question anyone who wants to watch it or uh, basically a serial killer podcast live, but they're lovely, a lot. Good bunch. <laughs> uh, so that's Kiri Pritchard-McLean. Of course, you can follow her all on the... Uh, uh, all the social media bits and bobs and uh, try and catch her on uh, we did a live at the Apollo and yes. uh, you can see all that and she's on would I lie to you that she's I feel like we got you we got you at just the right time <laughs> that's uh, cynical I've got a feeling <laughs> well just in as much as in the next uh, couple of months we'll be like not answering our calls anymore <laughs> 
too busy. <laughs> uh, we're talking about uh, workplace faux pas, uh, or, or even worse, like just people who are just rank. Yeah. It's like, what? How? There's a lot of filthy stuff when you work in an office. Mm. You, you really get to know people's horrible habits. Yeah, you're like, mate, come on. That's, yeah. that's for all. Stop own. licking the knife. You're turning me sick. Yeah. <laughs> yes, watching people eat is never nice, <laughs> is it? Uh, we've got a couple of texts coming in. 8, 12, 15 is the text. Uh, someone says, I work in a bank, uh, a large global bank that hires intelligent graduates and pays them a lot of money. Uh, the state women leave the toilets in is like none of them have ever been toilet trained. <laughs> this is That's brutal, isn't it? In the women's toilet. I, I thought, know. I mean, I've never been in one, but I just presumed it was all, you know, like the flowers and you know, there was like nice music playing and it was all lovely and no, it's no, no, that's that you're that's a hairdresser. So oh, that's I'm thinking you, of a yeah. spa. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, carpets. I imagine you can trust them with carpets in there. Oh, I wouldn't say that. Couldn't have that in a bloke's toilet. <laughs> I mean, essentially, most bloke's toilet is like someone's gone gone in, got the willy out, started weeing and spinning round. <laughs> That's essentially a bloke's toilet if you've I, never been in one. I definitely think women's toilets are nicer because I, you can smell a man's toilet if the door is open when you walk past. Yeah, that's, you don't want to get a backdraft. <laughs> that's horrible. No. I don't know how you even go in there. Like, Awful. you're mouth-breathing the whole time. Um, you just... I don't know what you do. you just got to head down, get in. Do you know what I found out... Head <laughs> down, get in. Um, <laughs> do you know what I found out recently? I didn't realise there's urinal etiquette. Yes, so there about is, yeah. you can't go next to someone. Yeah, so essentially, uh, in fact, I think I did this on one of my shows, actually, one of my live at the Apollo once. Uh, essentially, yeah, if you're the first in, often there's, a, there's an odd number of cubicles. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's, that's how it works. So say there's five. Uh, you go in, you should really go the furthest away from the door. Okay. That's number one. If you're the second person in, you go number three, three or five. Ah. You do not go numbers, or, or four, but you do not go two. Okay, you don't yeah. stand next that to is that. That's quite intense. It'd be a bit weird, wouldn't it? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, uh, so you go three, and then if you're the next person in, five, and then so one, three, and five are covered. Then when you come in and there's only two and four left, use a cubicle. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, you wouldn't. Ne- you know, that's generally. Oh, see, uh, well, we're a com- we we seem simple, <laughs> but we're complex. <laughs> It's not like complexes. I don't want a stranger to see my willy. Yes. That's quite straightforward, isn't it? I, mean, mate, I think there's deeper issues. <laughs> But yeah, it's essentially I, I. Not it's not just that I don't want anyone to see mine. It's I don't want to accidentally look. I say accidentally. Occasionally, I would look all the time. I mean, you all, everybody has a look. You want to know where you are on the bell curve? Of course, especially if you. <laughs> especially if you uh, are near someone. Like if, if I'm at a do and there's like other famous people there. Oh, you want to see what they're packing? Of course. Who's the best person you've glimpsed at? Deck from Ant and Deck. Really? I'm, yeah, I've gone no further. But um, I'm, I'm glad I was stood on the left, <laughs> like Kant. <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh, anyway, let's move on. Let's not. Don't, <laughs> I'm getting the wrap-up side. This song is a new one, so listen slightly more carefully than normal. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We've been chatting uh, workplace... Faux pas. Uh, well, we've got quite, quite a few, I must say. Um, Janice says, uh, on, this is on par with the box of celebrations that was left empty but with the lid on <laughs> in my workplace. Uh, putting fish pie in a staff room microwave should be a sackable offence. Oh, I think that's me. Is that you? Yeah, I definitely. I love stinky foods. I used to love them in my lunchbox as a kid. Garlic sausage, which is definitely you shouldn't give to anything yeah. that isn't a dog. But <laughs> I, I remember everyone would be like, Carrie's open her lunchbox. I love stinky food. So good. 
I'm the egg sandwich kid on a hot bus. You're that one, are you? Yeah. yeah Louise uh, Hunt says, uh, one guy I worked with had his lunch stolen from the microwave. They even took his fork to eat it with. <laughs> that, in a workplace. That's rough. That is not right. I would launch a full investigation if someone stole my dinner. Because sometimes when you work somewhere you don't like, all you've got to look forward to is what yeah, you're having for your lunch. What have, I, what have I got? Why rob that? Take that one joy <sighs> out of their day. People are wronging me. There's a few wronguns knocking about. Uh, Claire says, my nan kept... Uh, this is talking about the, the, the celebrations box. My nan used to keep some sort of gloopy cod liver oil in a honey jar. Uh, when I was little, I used to spoon it on bread thinking I must need more because <laughs> it doesn't taste very good. Oh, oh, no. So your workplace faux pas, keep them coming in, 8, 12, 15 on the text. We've got Muse and Prince on the way very shortly. Hey, I'm, I'm sorry, a little shout-out to uh, the singer Sam Smith. Uh, this week, uh, who uh, has said that he'd like to be known as... They would uh, like to be known. They, or or them, uh, would like to be known as they or them going forward, right? Which is, you've sort of got to think about it as yeah, you're doing yeah. it. It does take a lot to think about. Um, but my, shout, uh, my biggest thank you is I found out what a pronoun is. and I, I didn't know. <laughs> I was like, oh, right. They're changing pronouns. I get it. It makes sense now. It's funny the furore that these things yeah. uh, cause, isn't it? I mean... I get it, you know, because people say, oh, we're always ramming it down our throat, what do we need? Well, it, they just put it on their own uh, social media to their fans, yeah. and that was all it's for. And then it's taken by the tabloids and taken yeah. by papers to the wider world, and, and that's when you get, you know, when they get angry about it for some reason. Yeah, and also, like, it's as it? ramming it down the throat, it's going, my name is Sam. That's yeah. like, okay, we've well, just had to learn that word for that person. I just, I, I'm just not bothered. No. Like, I genuinely no. was like, it was like, what do you think? I'm not bothered. Yeah. Just be called whatever you want to be called. Exactly. I've been called much worse, <laughs> you know. Um, I mean, after the after the break here, we've uh, we've got Prince coming up. I mean, he was called the symbol for yeah, a long time. Yeah, it was just a symbol. Nobody wasn't kicked it? off. No. Everybody went, oh, Prince, what's he like? <laughs> they, just, they just cracked on, didn't they? It doesn't matter, guy. Just doesn't matter. Just, just, no. just get on with You do you, I think is my favourite phrase. Yeah, it's good that, isn't it? You do you. Don't <laughs> worry about it. This is... Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Thanks for joining us this morning, uh, Kiri Pritchard McLean. Thanks for coming in. I've had such a nice time. It's a jolly, jolly old show, isn't it? It really is. It's just a just a laugh. Isn't Lovely it? listeners. Yeah, they and you all got join me breakfast. In. Bit of breakfast. What did you have? A berry medley. Berry medley. You know me. Nothing <laughs> wrong with love, a berry. <laughs> love a berry medley first thing. Love a berry medley. <laughs> I had uh, I had some frosties. You did. Uh, but with oat milk. Like, so woke. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if that does that. That's help? muddle class. That is muddle class. You're not wrong. You're not wrong there. Um, and are you? Uh, so, what have you got planned this week? You got anything exciting? I'm gonna, oh yeah, what am I doing this week? I'm to, oh, I've got a musical. Okay. Oh, in fact, I should have plugged that. Yes. Um, in Edge Hill University. Oh, lovely. Yeah. So we've got a really we've got Rob Rouse doing it. Love Rob Rouse. He's so, so good, funny. isn't he? Harriet Dyer. She is crackers. He's wonderful. Yeah, she's making her own costume, so I'm excited to see what's happening. There. There. Uh, the brilliant Jenny Ryan is on the chase is yep. coming in and doing it oh great she's uh, got a good voice she has who knew she has got a good voice yeah, yeah she knows what she's doing doesn't yeah, she she's not, she's not messing about and uh, wonderful Rich Wilson as well right so this is where loads of sort of funny people yeah. come together and sing their favourite songs f- with a live band musicals with a live band it's I brilliant. know it's great magic idea. it's a great idea uh, so you can find is there a website um, yeah a musicalshow.com 
come. Oh, pressure. <laughs> I pressure reckon. There. I reckon. <laughs> Google it. You'll find it. And I'm also in a musical, uh, Curtains, which is about to go on tour, starting in Bromley in a couple of weeks, and then we go to Manchester and Sheffield and Cardiff and Liverpool and Southampton and Glasgow. and Everywhere. A lot of places. It's a great show. It's a really good show. Uh, so come to see that. And of course, Scarborough is on uh, BBC One's at uh, BBC One at nine thirty on Friday evening. You catch the last three episodes on the iPlayer, uh, as well as a, there's a couple of QIs as well that I've just uh, done as well. And they're on the the iPlayer as well. I've got what have I got this week? More rehearsals, and I've also got. Oh, I'm also trying to learn Portuguese. Really? Yeah. Oh, the old Duolingo. Well, I, it's only because well, I never noticed it, but. My uh, we go to Portugal quite a lot uh, for our holidays. That's our destination of choice. And my wife was saying, you know, it's embarrassing that we don't we don't know any. This was in the summer. She was like, it's embarrassing that we don't know any Portuguese. We're like those English people <laughs> who just speak English louder yeah, and slower. Louder. <laughs> and I said, I know, but I just always, you know, like French. I never got on board with French because mm. also the French are not very like welcoming yes. when it comes to learning yeah. their language. They don't like it. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know, you're in a you're in a cafe. You're like uh, croissant. They're like. Croissant. That's what I said, mate. Croissant. Croissant. I said, that's what I said. Croissant. Croissant. All right, forget it. I'll have a pan au chocolat. And, uh, and so, yeah, but I realised the summer, we went to this fish market for to, to, buy, to buy our um, dinner that day. And I realised this was embarrassing, to be fair, where I, I, I didn't even know the numbers. So they said to me, how many sardines do you want? Sardinas, uh, that she was saying. And I could tell that's what she was saying. And I needed eight but I couldn't say eight because I didn't know what eight was. Did you hold so your I, fingers up? No, even worse than that, I basically said four twice. So I was, but I'd said it like it was a new thought. I went, um, cuatro and cuatro. <laughs> like, that was the only way I could sort of get it. Like it had just occurred to you? Yeah, like Yeah, another four, four actually. Actually, no, I'll need another four. <laughs> My wife was like, what, rather than just learn the numbers, you're going to just keep giving it cuatro. And quattro. Like. <laughs> he can order anything as long as it's in multiples <laughs> of four. <laughs> Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters.